we're here all the time. We literally only ever, if when we're here, when we do come here, there will be a recording that happens, so you'll you'll know about it. It just seems like, I bet people think we're just always here, but it's not the case. <laughs> ABC, no, ABR, always be recording? I guess. If there's beer around, be recording? I guess. If there's alcohol around, be recording? I don't know, that, that sounds like a dangerous policy. We, we, I don't know. Tried. You, might, you might learn some things about yourself. I learned some things after listening to a few Drunk John episodes that, you know, maybe John should lay off the sauce a bit. Although I have been. Like, I'm yeah. very much a lightweight these days because wow. I have not drank since the last beer we had together. No, that's not true. I had a beer at the house, but I mean, it was, wow. I drank like half of it and then dumped the rest. You really aren't drinking much. That's crazy. It's not, it's not that I don't want to. I just, I'm at home. I have kids around. I just, I just don't. That's usually when you want to drink more. <laughs> I know. It's just I've been working a lot. And yeah. Um, yeah, I, uh, I have definitely not. Well, actually, you know, I say that I, I have cut back. I, I think I'm at the point in my life where I will continually, slowly cut back my drinking. How? I, when you've got seven taps at home now? I can't. I well, first of all, I can't drink as much, and if I try to push it, it hurts. It hurts. <laughs> like I'm not young anymore, and it hurts. Doesn't that suck that Usually we realize for, we're not young anymore? <laughs> Everything. I've been, I've been hurts. realizing that for a while now. Everything but. hurts. My daughter calls me an old man all the time. Yeah. Well, she speaks the truth. Can't I used to be the one calling my father old man. I that was my name from. Uh, my father yeah. would call me and say, "What do you want, old man?" Yeah, that's how I referred to him. But now you're your kids. Now old I'm man. the old man, yes, and I just I don't like it. Well, John, let's get right into it here. Let's see. Well, first of all, I want to say uh, I'm glad we can get together one time before this horrible year is over and record a, a final well, show. <laughs> this is our prediction episode, and next year is going to suck just as hard. Well, first I thought we would. Um, I made a couple notes that we could look back at 2020, at least. Possibly the, the positive aspects of it or whatever, but well, first of all, did you see that um, Benioff got? You know, of course, he always gets CNN. Is it CNN of the year? Is it CNN? Yeah, he always gets you know. A handful, well, it's a good thing a he's the sole CEO things. now because otherwise he'd be the I know. CNN co CEO of the year. Exactly. Yeah, can't share the spotlight. I know. They probably no. They probably called him a year ago and, and they just said probably just like when Obama got the Nobel Peace Prize for like doing absolutely nothing before he was even president they, they probably called Benioff a year ago and said hey we're just letting you know next year we're going to make you the, you're going to be the CEO of the year next year we don't even know what you're going to do yet but we're, we've already decided that and Benioff's like oh crap that means I've got a fire block <laughs> so that's what happened to Keith uh, you know he still hasn't, hasn't announced that he's doing anything else he might just be in retirement he's advising Benioff the shadow man <laughs> That's what he said he was going to do. He's uh, he's the Cheney to the to the to the what's his name? How can I forget his name? Bush. Bush. He's the Cheney to the Bush. <laughs> that sounds that, wrong. It does Cheney sound. Right. It does. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I have had one. Not even one yet. Uh, you're, yeah, you're pretty. You pretty much got that one. It's deal. only a five percent. I should have ordered another one. How do we? How do you start the show with an empty beer glass? I know. I need to get another one. We I kind of want to get the same thing. I can I can pause this. No, don't pause it. We'll okay. Just, or, oh, because you need to pause it so you don't have to edit hey, it. Can you try that? I've never done this. I've never had the balls of this. Can you just like yell at the bartender from your seat here? Hey, Brian. Hey. <laughs> um, I didn't say it loud enough. Okay. Is that his name? Kidding. Yes. I don't think it's his name. Now you got me saying guessing. No, his name's Brian. Who? No, is it Brian? I don't know who you're talking about. I guess his name's Mike. Mike. 
Brian is the other guy from uh, Brian's Grail. Holy Grail. Yeah. Brian is from Grail. Yeah. Mike is from. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, are you going to get up here or what? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, then that means we have to pause. All right. We'll try to pause. Oh, they turned the audio down a bit. So. And we're back. Oh, did they get the magic of the pause button? Still recording. Okay. That's cool. It also said it dropped a marker. I didn't know these things did markers. I guess it's embedded in the WAV file somehow. Anyway. Um, okay. So that was Benioff, CEO of the year. Whatever. Okay. I didn't, I didn't have access to or read the article, so I'm not sure what the yeah, I didn't see it either. story was about that. But uh, so I'm just going to go through my notes here. So Amazon, I feel like Amazon was just continues to be incredibly dominant. They hit uh, two, or they're, I think they came really, I don't know if they actually hit $2 trillion in market cap. Wow. But they're right there. They grew at 37%, even at their size of, I don't know how many, what's their revenue, man? Hundreds of billions, something like that. They still grew at 37% year over year. Jeez. And this is on services, the retail, everything. everything. It's the whole company. Yeah. Uh, I also read that AWS is, I think it's the 13 or 16% of Amazon's revenue. Big chunk. It's also probably a much bigger chunk of their profitability. AWS is very profitable, which is crazy. I don't know. I mean, it's such a commodity retail, business. They're no longer the cheapest supplier anymore. I mean, if you, you can find things cheaper, it's just a convenience factor. Oh, Plus, you're playing, yeah. and even shipping isn't all that. No, it's it's all smokescreen. It's a scam. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically a scam. But we all do it. Yeah, because it's easy. Yeah. Uh, Apple had a huge year. So Apple, they, they are the $2 trillion market cap company. Uh, almost $300 billion in revenue. So, I think it's only so, going to get bigger. So basically, just to put that in perspective for our Salesforce folks, is uh, about t- a little more, more than 10 times the size of Salesforce. So you think Benny stream is to be the fastest to, to $1 trillion? I mean, it, I guess, you know. You, you, I mean, why not, right? You, yeah, you smash one goal, you set a bigger one, right? Do you think you can get there on, on business? I guess you can, right? On B2B? I mean, both these co- companies we've talked about were B2C, primarily. Uh, that's true. Uh, yeah, I do. I mean, Oracle's still bigger than Salesforce, and that's 100% B2B. Are they at a trillion market cap? I mean, Microsoft is basically business to business. I know some of their... They, they got the gaming division and some other stuff, but... Yeah. So I guess Microsoft's more of a hybrid. Conglomerate? Yeah, I guess. Let's see. So things about Apple besides their massive financial information. Um, man, that M, that that Apple silic- silicone, as you call it. Apple silicone. silicone. Yeah. Yeah. Apple boots. That just is... <laughs> Apple <boots>. Apples. Melons. <laughs> I appreciate both apples and melons. I do, I do too. I'm equal opportunity. <laughs> I'm an equal opportunity fruitist. Um, I, I think I don't know when I, when I first heard about the Apple, Apple silicone it's one of those things where my initial concerns are damn it you know they I mean I was there when Apple did the transition to Intel which is really what got me into Apple um, the fact that because I was still also had so many well can't have that many feet only have two a solid foot in the Windows world still well mm-hmm. actually no I, was, I went from Linux to I went from Linux to uh, Mac, you went from yeah, you did. Yeah, remember yeah. that? Yeah, but I still, I think it would have. I think I dual booted though because I would. There's stuff that I had to have Windows for. Yeah, I remember it was painful for you. Yeah, 
Well, I mean, Linux there were things is, you there were things remember? you loved about it, but there were things you couldn't do. That was 2005. That was going to be the year of the Linux on the desktop, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and every year since then, I think I even had an install of it, thinking I should probably get on board with this. I remember I came in one day after I installed. I only I only installed Ubuntu because it had that nice switching where it did the yeah, cube switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, that's cool. I'm going to do that. Yeah. I want that. No, there was this window <laughs> window manager called I think it was called Barrel. It was like a compositing window manager. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I came in. I showed you one day. And yeah, it's just it was it was kind of out there, man. Yeah, like there was no mainstream OS that could do that. <laughs> <laughs> but yet Linux still can't get its shit together. I don't understand. I mean, it, it, for all I, intents and purposes, it should it should be more attractive. It just, the, there's just no there's not a big enough like corporate interest to make it work on the desktop. No one's going for that. It's great. I mean, Linux is absolutely great for for any kind of backend stuff. But no, the, the, back to the Apple Silicon. I mean, I really think, especially after we're seeing the results, I mean, that M1 runs Windows 10 faster than the Surfaces do. And it's in an, in an emulation mode. Yeah. It's just, I mean, and, I don't know. It, I think it's just, I think it's going to have a massive impact on the whole PC market. You think it'll change the uh, CPU market in any way? I, for sure, right? I don't know. Right I mean, now, right now on, you, for Intel, I read an article that was talking about a uh, investor, investor activist, I'll use my quotes here, yeah. who's trying to push Intel to outsource the manufacturing of their chips and have them focus on design, which is pretty much what Apple's doing. Apple's focusing on chip design, but they outsource the actual manufacturing of it. And I think AMD does the same thing. AMD designs the chips, but they outsource the manufacturing. Um, oh. I personally would like to see Intel design and continue to manufacture but they really need to invest and push push past things that are Apple and everyone else is doing yeah I mean and then they're, they're in a, a lot of other businesses besides just like desktop they PCs, are but the world right? is moving mobile and they just have not transitioned to it yeah. very well their CPUs are still way too power hungry yeah yeah well, I mean also x86 is just just garbage it's such polluted garbage and that's what they you know kept carrying on and maybe because yeah. that's what the, their customers were asking for. Maybe that's what Microsoft wanted. Maybe that's what everyone wanted was just this, you know, what, 30, 40-year-old CPU architecture? They just keep paving over, but all the garbage is just still there, slowing everything down, eating power. I think it's just more of a matter of backwards compatibility. I mean, if Exactly. That's, no, what, it's, that's what it's tends Windows, to get everybody. It's Microsoft. And well, it's, it's that it's, whole culture it's of Microsoft. Microsoft. It's Salesforce. They want to run, it's you know, some, they're still running some DOS program from 1988. They still want to run it. <laughs> Damn it. We better make sure my CPU is compatible. It's not just that. It's the, it's the, it's the whole instruction set. There's not, there's not enough shivs in there <laughs> to, to justify it. No, that's the problem. It's full of shivs. It's chock full of shivs. Yeah, that, that is the problem. It's, it's full of shivs, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh, John. I can't help it. I know. I saw I, I saw someone the other day say something about shivs. Actually, I think it was your wife. What? Yeah, I think it was something <laughs> she put on Facebook about something about shiv. Or maybe I may get kicked off Facebook because she's talking about shivs. Well, then I'm like, does does did John not tell her that that means something else? <laughs> In John's weird world, could have been on my darn dog's Instagram. My dog has an Instagram, a dogstagram with 200 followers. Wow. 200 random Holy people crap. follow my dog. That's amazing. And he has a sponsorship. He got these little scarf thingies. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's good. That's what's going on in my house. All right. 
Uh, anyway, I, I think the M1 was some of the biggest tech news in general. Or is it just the M1? Or I think well, it's, it's going to continue Silicon to drive general, things. It's right. going to be Apple Silicon yeah. Silicon Silicon in general because not only do we have this, but they the rumor is they're going to focus a lot more on their gaming platform, so the Apple Arcade, which means the Apple TV stuff that they've been developed. The next generation of Apple TV will have the new chips. Will likely come with its own controller mm. so that they can run games better. Yeah. That's interesting. You can already do um, third-party controllers with the Apple TV, right? You can, okay. but the games on the existing platform suck really bad. On Apple TV? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's still better than any other TV platform. Yeah, the Apple TV platform's still the best. Have you played Roku games? <laughs> no. <laughs> They're total garbage. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've played some games all the way through from beginning to end on Apple Arcade just because I subscribe to it and I just... Yep. It's the easy time wasters, but way, I, I just upgraded to that thirty dollar a month family pr- subscription program where you you get everything. Yeah. So I'm going to drop. I don't gonna, know if I have. We're going to we're have to find another way to transfer files because I'm I'm going to kill Dropbox. Because okay, so for thirty bucks a month, it's your it's the whole family, and you get two terabytes of iCloud, which <laughs> is plenty, right? So I can kill Dropbox now, and then it's of course. Music, well, you can fitness. What else do you get with that? Um, at the TV, pl- TV Plus. Yeah. yeah, there's some other stuff too. Even though there's nothing to watch on TV Plus. That's not true, John. You, you always say that, but that's completely there's untrue. To watch. There's a it's lot of stuff. Shit. No, it's not stupid shit. Excuse me. Anyway. Stupid stuff. Okay. Uh, the other thing of this, the iPhone SE. I feel like that was pretty big. Making a cheap iPhone. It had all the. It, we, that's what we bought for uh, our oldest son. It's funny because I, I I actually think the 12 is not selling well. Uh, because, well, just because it's got, it's it's. There's not there enough. Are, there are competing enough, models, right? It's not yeah. enough of a change to warrant oh. someone buying a new phone, and a lot of people are already strapped, so they're not really interested in buying new phones. Well, so I'm on the upgrade program, and I just chose not to upgrade to the 12 because yeah. it's more of a pain in the butt than I thought benefit I would get for it. So I just decided to keep my 11, if that says anything. Yeah. Maybe also just as I'm getting old. And well, it's just, it's just not a compelling enough reason. My wife is on a 10. She cracked her phone the other day, or today, Uh-oh. and got it replaced, but she got it replaced with the 10. Oh, oh really? I mean, it was, a, yeah. it, was, it was a replacement program, so yeah. she got it replaced, but she could have just upgraded to the 12, but she doesn't want the 12. It doesn't just, want to. What, what's what's the why? Why would you be anti twelve? I understand. Like it's just there's not enough difference. She looked at oh, the she specs. She doesn't want to pay for it. I mean, she doesn't want to. She doesn't want. Yeah, she doesn't want. She could have. It's just not she worth it. Could have gotten a big enough right? credit for her existing phone, like a seven hundred dollar credit. But okay. even then, it's just like it's not worth it. I'll just keep what I have and yeah. I'll upgrade to something when I get it. Okay. When it's worth it. Yep. But yeah, I just think the iPhone SE was was kind of interesting because it had all of the guts. Of the twelves, but it had that. It just has that. Sm- the screen doesn't go top to bottom. It's got the mm. the bars on the top and bottom. Yeah, and it's and it has um, the thumb, the touch ID instead of face ID. I wonder about that. I wonder, given the uh, masks, the uh, current state of things, because I hate saying the other word. <laughs> these, these tough, these if, challenging if moving, times we if live moving in. Moving away from fingerprint to facial recognition is an issue because I have to remove my mask to get facial recognition. Wait, are you saying work. you're wondering if that's an issue? What I say? And first of all, the whole world learned that was a big issue ten months ago. What do you mean? That masks with face ID don't work. I know. I'm just okay. saying. You said you wondered if it's if it's going to be an issue. No, I, I said I wonder if if it's. 
causing an issue internally with Apple to say, should we go back to oh, having no, fingerprint readers? Back. Yeah. I mean, I, I've actually been wondering if they would improve Face ID if it's possible to the point that all it has to see is your eyes. Oh, yeah, that's a better way. That yeah. That's the direction I would see them going. Yeah. They don't go backwards. They just... It's like a modern software uh, deployment. You don't you yeah. don't roll back. You just fix it and roll forward, right? That's true. <laughs> yeah, just look at my stare into my eyes. Um, the watch SE, which I don't know much about, but I also think that's what we got our youngest son. We did. We just got him a watch SE. Um, it's got we got them the LTE one, I think, which I I don't think I've turned that on yet. But we wanted to, him to be able to because he walks home from school. Mm-hmm. Didn't want to give him a phone yet. He's only eight years old. But you know you don't. They Apple changed it now so that you can give yeah. kids a watch and it doesn't have to be paired to a phone. A parent can set it up via the parent phone. Right. And now we know where he is, and he now can, you can stop. And he your can son. call. He can call us yeah. up through the through the watch if he needs to. So it's pretty awesome. We did Good get my daughter a phone for that reason, um, but that was before the watch option, which I probably would have gone the watch option if that was that was the case. All right. Well, we got to keep going because I have. I'm not even. A quarter way through this, and I don't know what you have. Probably nothing, but probably nothing. <laughs> if it's like normal, I'm gonna just keep driving. You no, know, I here. was prepared, but now well, that you said that, well, then no. let's. Let, no, hey, that's it. That's you it. cannot I'm talk done. shit. If you're gonna talk shit, I'm you gotta done. step up and I'm deliver done. it. Well, I was gonna talk about the Texodus, as it's being called. Tech the Texodus. Texodus, but it's Texodus. Two Texas. The Exodus to Texas. Mm, or what? it's funny because. Uh, Two Exodus cities two are getting Texas. the brunt of, of people. It's uh, Miami and Austin, Texas. Um, yeah, it's just it's funny because you can't leave out. I mean, like for example, Dallas. Just we're getting Charles Schwab just announced they're moving from San Francisco to Dallas. I think for, Oracle moving um, to Austin. Oracle, no, Oracle to Houston, right? Uh, Houston, yeah. yeah. Tes- uh, Tesla to Austin. Um, who else moved to Austin? Elon Musk moved to Austin. Oh, Joe Rogan. Oh, Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah, and his. You know he has like 50 employees that run that freaking podcast. <laughs> How many employees do we have, John? <laughs> Zero. We don't pay anybody. <laughs> no, wait a minute. I told the IRS we have like seven, so. Oh, okay. All right. Seven. Well, I'll, I'll fix it in post. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I did my first Apple Fitness workout the other day. Oh, how And, was and I know, that? so Apple Fitness is, you know, it's not, I will, okay. There's, there are mixed reviews out there and everything, but just for my, I, I, it's all the app on the on the Apple TV, super easy. It you know you start you can start it from your watch if you want to, and I, I, I just quickly browse like the different content. So it's it's you know it's got you want to do weights or if you just want to do like hit type kind of cardio stuff. Do you want you you want you on a bike? You you what you know it's got all these different things. Yoga, a lot of yoga stuff, and so you can kind of you can sort and whatever and pick what you want. But here's here's the pros. The quality of just the production is through the roof. I've seen Peloton, one of the biggest, and Peloton's cool, and I like, you know, one thing that Peloton has over Apple still is that Peloton has live classes. Apple doesn't have those yet. I don't know if they've announced that they intend to or not, um, but Peloton's, like, the, the quality of the video is just, it looks like it's 360p. I think it is, actually. Whereas Apple, and of course I have it on my 75-inch TV, mm-hmm. it is beautiful. You have a 70, what, what, what inch TV? All, all the, uh, yeah. I, well, you have a 75-inch TV. In my living room and on the patio. Jesus Christ. 275 inches. I'm stuck with a 50-something. I'm about to add another one. To, they're so cheap. I'm about to add one to our bedroom. I'm I'm not saying nothing. Do you know how much you can get a 75 I'm struggling to pull the trigger on a freaking bigger monitor. I'm just like... 
monitors are more expensive than these, for sure. The monitor I want several thousand. You know, I can get a seventy-five inch TV for twelve hundred for a good yeah, one for twelve hundred. I guess that's true. I'm telling you, they 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 drop in price. Um, but yeah, the quality is just beautiful. I mean, the production quality is great, and the music, the way they integrate music, is really well done. First of all, it's kind of it's kind of a good mix, but also it ties in, and like every time a new song starts, you uh-huh. get the, like the it looks like a notification on the screen, but it's, it, I think it's just baked into the into the video. Uh, but you can also you can like if you want like that playlist, you can just like tap it, it like downloads a playlist to your phone immediately. And then of course you have like your it's showing your rings. Mm-hmm. On the top right, which is for here, you is over here. Top right, and then on your top left is your heart rate. Um, and if you have like the the oximeter, it's got it'll have your blood saturation, and then it's got like where you are in the pack. Which I don't know what that means. Like it showed me being very high forward in the pack mm-hmm. at the front of the pack. I think that's just because I'm so out of shape that my heart is about to beat out of my chest. Oh yeah, yeah and sure. so it thinks I'm at the front of the pack. But really, I'm at the <laughs> back of the pack, and I'm trying not to die. Uh, <laughs> I, I have it as a prediction that, that this will be the year of the virtual trainer, but I think it's for not. So Nordic Track, um, there's a few other kind of independent companies that I've looked at. They all have these new systems where they provide you with some kind of weight, whether it's free weights or bands or something, and they yeah. have this kind of mirror technology that has a TV in it uh, that like projects those, all those kind yeah. of things and gives you that kind of trainer perspective with all your stats and everything. Yep. Now... I'm fat now, but there was a time where I was working out and I wasn't so fat. I was working out with a personal trainer, and I did use my watch at that point in time. It was like the first edition, the first generation of the Apple Watch. Yep. What I found is that it didn't matter that I had all the data. It didn't change the fact. It didn't change my workouts any. It didn't change my progress any. It just gave me something to obsess over. And for what it's worth, anecdotally, I don't know that having this much information about your health routine and having it displayed and having graphs and charts is all that different. It still comes down to personal motivation and commitment it and, could. and I, getting it done. I think it's a personality thing. I think a lot of people, they really love that, number one, they've got all this data. It's presented in a very beautiful... I think it's, I think hang it, on, let me get a okay, sentence out. Okay. It's presented in a very beautiful and useful way, and it's kind of engaging. Yeah. I mean, it's a... Honestly, it's like it's so. My older son has got a watch and a phone, and it's the one thing that gets him off his butt. He wants to go out and finish his rings. He take he goes running. He takes the dog for walks, and also he can like close his rings. Yeah, and I think a lot of people are, are like that. And if you're not like, I that, get that. But you know, once you start trying to have some goals, the, the the whole plateau factor really gets thrown in your face because you'll see the numbers. You'll see your heart rate was higher than normal. You'll see that your whatever your, all your numbers are higher than normal yet your your body is stagnant. It just hits you right in the face as yeah. hard as it can. Sure. That's a problem a lot of people have. Yeah. It's, it's tough. It is. I'm I mean, just saying, te- technology can't fix none that. Of this data, right. yeah, yeah, that's what I guess that's the only point I'm trying to say is that technology is not going to fix those type of problems, those plateau problems or those days that you that's work really hard. Stating the very obvious. And you're still right. not Yeah. I, I don't know if it's stating the obvious. I really your, went into it your thinking your Apple phone can't perform liposuction no, on you. I'm I went, sorry. Sorry to disappoint you. I went into it thinking if I had all the data, if I had collected it and I did it and I met all these goals, that I would see the results that I wanted. But it didn't happen that it way. It also can't stop you. You can't control what you eat. Can't control what you I drink. I logged everything. I logged not just what the Apple Watch, but I don't, watch, want, to, but I don't I, want to get into a I physics in, conversation with you. I logged you, into you, everything, you're, micronutrients you're, no, and everything. No one, is, no one is above the laws of physics. I mean, <laughs> I'm not talking about the laws of okay. physics. I'm just talking about reality, day-to-day life. Okay. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Anyway. All right. I give I give fitness a thumb. I uh, I will say a one and a half thumbs up. I think 
Um, well, you know, they're going to be, they supposedly are going to be adding new content every Monday, which is pretty awesome. Right. I think keeping it fresh is good. Well, when you can, this is another thing I get to cancel. I get to cancel. when you got your six, fa- six pack abs and I'll, I'll, uh, I'll subscribe to, to your theories. At this point in my life, I'm just trying not to die and trying to keep my, like, my blood pressure in the I'm or- to die orange faster. zone. Because my blood pressure is in the red zone. I just want to die zone. faster. Well, <laughs> bartender. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to die faster. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, this is getting really gloomy, John. This is not what people tune into the show for. <sighs> I want to be that old guy that still eats bacon and is fine. Well, you'd probably live forever then if you do that. You'll be like 107 years old, drinking a beer, eating some bacon. I don't want to be the, the person that's like eating broccoli and oh, me neither. avoiding yeah. all... Good things right. and, and dies from some random thing. I was going to say though, I now get to ca- cancel my Beachbody subscription because I was the only one using it anymore, and this is just so much better than that. I mean, Beachbody still has a bigger back catalog, mm-hmm. and it's still. I mean, I'm not saying Beachbody's not good; they have a lot of good programs. But I, I mean, I, I'm going to use fitness a few more times just to make sure I'm. It's going to work for me. I can't imagine it not. But I'll, so that's another thing I get to cancel. So already, I get to cancel. Thirty dollars in services, and I replaced it with a thirty. The thirty dollar f- Apple Family Premium Super, whatever it's called, family plan for thirty bucks a month. Yeah, so it's really good, really good value for me. Okay, um, how about the iOSification of uh, macOS? That's a big, that's a big twenty twenty story. How's that going? I mean, it's happening. Yeah, with the M one, I will say it's fairly, it's, it's fairly impressive how. They have been migrating people to build iOS apps in a way that would become cross-platform. What do you call that? Cross-device type compatible, right? Yeah, I would like to say it was intentional, but I don't think it was. Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> Absolutely. It's no, I no, I know like it's intentional. And all these things. The, I mean, it, the the mobile hardware drove because they were so on the edge of pushing the hardware, pushing the technology creating a damn notch, which probably did more to, to increase compatibility between desktop and... How, and how I, so? I, because it, it forced you to use the, the libraries that, that control the windowing so that you wouldn't run no. afoul of the notch. Okay, yeah. You had to have all these different scales of phones, these different types of phones. It wasn't just like one phone with a specific uh, resolution and, and pixel ratio. It started to vary, and then you threw in this notch, and it was like, well... We're, we're definitely going to have to use those libraries. We're not going to custom build this because we need to deal with that notch. Yep. Um, it forced people to start going yeah. in that direction yeah. in a way that made it so it, simple. This has been master planned for, I w- I'm going to say, I believe it's about five years when I started seeing things that were leading well, we, towards. We talked about them trying at some point as an experiment putting iOS on the existing Intel architecture. Um. I don't think that worked, and I think that's why they switched to this M1 architecture, where they decided they were going to start building chips, because yeah. it was something that they were working on in R&D. Yeah, was how how could they put iOS on? I, I don't on think these the problem chips. was CPU architecture. I think it was actually like windowing ar- architecture. That's just my opinion. You don't have to agree with me. I, I'm just saying they 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 did a lot of things in macOS, especially with what's the new one called? What's the new macOS called? Uh, Big Sur. Big Sur. Yeah, that that just from a visual and interactive standpoint made it easier to make cross-platform applications. Bigger touch points, bigger interface things, you know, more consistent UI. A lot of it is power consumption. The CPUs and everything else that they're dealing with takes a lot of power. And they needed to to address that hurdle. Yeah. Even with 
just running iOS on a on an Intel CPU would consume a lot of power just because there's a lot of bloat. Yeah. Possibly. I mean, better battery, better battery power is all, always welcome. Okay, uh, AirPods Max. Meh. Okay. Big meh. Um, and then gotta can't can't uh, leave a discussion with twenty Apple twenty twenty without talking about their epic battle with Epic and their battle with Facebook. I'm more interested in the Facebook battle. That's uh, pretty awesome. Y- are you familiar with that one? Yeah, I mean, it's it's not so much a battle, just them pre- pre- protecting privacy, which yeah. prevents Facebook from doing the greedy stuff that they do. Yep, exactly. Using your Facebook data to and, and selling it to advertisers. Yeah. It's disgusting. I mean, it's no different than Google. It's just Facebook's a little right. more aggressive about what? it. But if you're going to talk about Apple, we have glass rumors and we have electric car rumors. What's what glass you, rumors? Their glass technology. Their augmented oh, eyeglasses. Yeah. Okay. I don't think those are going to materialize. Really? I feel like the car was sounded... Maybe not. The, well, okay. I think the glass might materialize, but I'm not hopeful. I think it'll skip a year and will get announced in 2022. The car, I think, is several years out. Yeah. I mean, cars are hard, right? They're hard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Elon will attest to how hard cars are hard. Yeah, yeah. How hard cars are hard. Yeah. Especially hard to put them together correctly, apparently. Hmm? It's especially hard to put them together correctly, apparently. Oh, yeah. Tesla's quality Horse, horse track record in the industry. Yeah. yeah. I, do, I do like some things about Tesla's. I, I, I really think that my current car will probably be my last gas-powered car. Yeah, I have my uh, give and take on electric vehicles because if our power grid was full of surplus that we didn't have to worry about it, sure. But our power grid isn't that way. Uh, well, I don't know. We went through, well, I mean, even last year we went through a, a bunch of rolling blackouts across the country because of the drought and the heat stroke. No, we did have rolling blackouts. Where? Maybe not in Frisco, but I had. Oh, I was part well, of some of those okay. rolling blackouts. It was just because we couldn't meet the demand, and it was during a heat wave. Imagine a heat wave, and you can't charge your car. Well, you charge your car overnight, which... That's true. So, that, that's actually, it makes it work out fairly well. And if um, we incorporate more solar... Really, our problem is battery technology. Our, it our, is. Our problem yeah. is our ability to store energy. We have tons of ways of, of creating energy. We just don't have a good way of storing it. We do in this state. You know what it's called? What? Natural gas. Yeah. <laughs> Natural gas, fossil fuels, they're all very good ways of storing energy. Well, here's a fun fact. Texas is the only state in this country that has its own, we have our own power grid. Yeah, it's because we can secede if we want to. <laughs> That's part of the plan. <laughs> um, it's in our constitution. Yeah, and, we can and, secede. And also, now that we have, in Texas, we are, Texas is essentially energy independent. We have so much natural gas that we're perfectly set up and we, you know, don't, you know the problem is just generating electricity from it you know, which is also a solved problem yeah but I, I, I don't know no I think I think electric is the way to go I mean you get you get a lot of better performance out of it there's a lot of different uses for it especially when you have battery technology everything we use is it seems like it should be more reliable too at least just from the, the motor perspective because Think yeah. of all the parts that are involved Less in the combustion parts. engine, right? It's yeah. just a disaster. Like waiting, yeah. it's like it's amazing. It doesn't explode instantly when you start it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, we're basically driving around vehicles that constantly explode. Yeah, I mean, there's that's the technology: lifters and push rods and rocker arms and f- 
four or more valves per cylinder, and then you got the piston in the cylinder, and it's gaskets and the yeah. and the and the crankshaft that's spinning at a ridiculous speed, and it's yeah. pushing the what are the um, the crank arms, the piston arms or whatever. I mean, it's just it's it's insane. It's like how does this how does this work? Yeah, without exploding instantly. Whereas you look at an electric motor, it's like, oh, that's really simple and makes a lot of sense. It looks like it would never break. Yeah. <laughs> the batteries are going to break before the battery oh, breaks. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, don't get me wrong. Your battery's going to explode and your car's going to burn up. Yeah. Uh, one yeah. of these days. <laughs> yeah. So as soon as we solve the battery, the power storage problem, it, you know, our, our whole civilization will change. Yeah. Well, John, let's turn our, uh, turn our focus to Salesforce. Yes. Let's look back in the in the year at Salesforce. Um, well, we're we not getting we, into predictions? Yeah, oh. we're just looking back still. Okay. I don't know, maybe we should, maybe we should move, keep it moving here. Um, we, had, uh, we had virtual, all virtual Salesforce stuff. That's unusual. Salesforce loves flying, so you know, hundreds of thousands. To, to ah, yeah. recent? To, what are we doing? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Because the biggest news, I think, of 2020 is the fact that Keith Block resigned. Was that, was that 2020? That was 2020. Okay. Because one of our predictions from last year was that he would that take over. The top level would continue to fluctuate, or that Benioff would leave Salesforce, yeah. or at least reduce his role. If we predicted that, we were wrong. Yeah, but I think honestly, I think I still think that may have been the plan, and something something happened. Something happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, uh, Evergreen Salesforce functions turned one year old today. Or not today. I have that uh, as recently. A, I, a bunch of two so ago. I, last year, this my year, prediction though. was that it would be vaporware, and I think it's still a vaporware. Still vaporware. I mean, it's well, technically, you, I, I won on two techni- technicalities. It's not called Evergreen anymore, so Evergreen no. never appeared. It's been renamed to Functions, and Functions is still Pilot only, restricted access I Pilot. So. Right. So, but it's 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 over one years old now, and still can't use it. How is it one year old? It was announced in. I was either October oh, or November of 2019. Okay, that's the game we're playing. I mean, it was we're running. The they Wall were running. Street, they, the had Street no, they had it. No, they had it. No, they had it. It was a thing. It was born. Yeah, it was born. Okay. I mean, does that mean it, we, it was does given it, a name. Does it mean that I get to use it? Is little, little old Jeremy get to use it? No. That's that's the whole point of vaporware. When John had his vaporware app, yeah, it it existed. Oh. It just got never released. <laughs> I'm not sure the community is on board with it ever existing, John. <laughs> it existed. Okay. It, those those of us who have been around long enough to be listening to the tall tales of your. Whatever this application was, I'm not telling. Oh my god! That, that was the grave. ultimate vaporware. Talk about vaporware. You should. You're one to talk. All right. Um, is 2020 the year of uh, you know Sayonara to Process Builder? I mean, it's yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I have it in my predictions, but I won't go into it now. Okay. I definitely think. So I think it's you know that's a fine prediction, but also looking back at 2020, you can you can see that it's. Process Builder has been shown the door. It's maybe making a slow exit, and we're kind of like padding yeah. along. Good to know you. See you, dude. Take yeah. care. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. You know. <laughs> those, yeah. There, there's plenty of us doing that, but there's plenty of, of those that are clinging to it for sure. Yeah. You 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 use the tool that you know, John. And if Salesforce doesn't embody that more than any other technology in the world, I don't know what does. <laughs> True. A lot of people clinging to the tool they know, regardless of what garbage they're producing. Yay! Flonatics. <laughs> yeah. I take Flonays just so I don't get infected by that stuff. Oh, I don't. That stuff messes with me. <laughs> it does, me too, yeah. It ruins my nose. Yep. What else about Salesforce? That's all I had, really. 
That's all you had on sales. I know. Isn't that sad? Well, well the acquisition stuff. Uh, well, okay, yeah. I mean, we, like, we talked about last right. year that the acquisitions were. Well, Benioff had said the acquisitions were slow down. So, what did they buy in 2020? Well, I don't even know if we can call it a buy. Slack. It's. It's a. It's I think a, it's. I think it's a done deal, right? It's not on paper yet. Anyway, I don't want to f those ants with you right now, John. It's announced. What's the point of the podcast if you don't want to f it's the agreed. ants with me? <laughs> f the ants. F the ants. It's called ant effing <laughs> is what you're trying to pull me into right now. Oh, I don't want to yeah. do it. <clears throat> I'm just trying to clarify. Anyway, let's assume just for the sake of discussion, it's a done deal. So, but what else did they acquire in 2020? I don't remember. So, I know there was a so Mulesoft was 2019. Mulesoft right? and tw- Tableau were 2019. They were both 2019. Yeah. Okay. And they were bought in two different ways: Mulesoft being cash and Tableau being primarily stock. The Slack is going to be primarily stock, I believe. It's kind of half and half. Half and half. I thought so. Um, but it was that MuleSoft one that we said hurt them quite a bit because it was all cash. It was a big number. It was in the billions, and it was cash. Well, yeah, they, they had to go out and finance it. Yeah. It was a lot of money. So. so I guess technically they did kind of slow down this year, but when they did finally start buying stuff again, they, they spent big. Yeah. And I think I don't think we talked about this, but I, I had this this idea in my head that the whole reason they they spent so much on it was to get an exclusive exclusivity deal out of it. Was to say we'll buy you, we'll play, pay you top dollar. Don't go shopping around. Yeah. Because I bet you anything, Microsoft would have would have stepped in and done something. Microsoft had already had made them offers that got rejected. Yeah. Um, and also, I mean. I think Slack was just philosophically completely opposed to Microsoft. I mean, they already sued each other. Yeah, but it was as a way to inherit that customer base. It was a way to, to gain that market share, and Microsoft loves their market share. You can argue with me. I'm just telling you, they did not want to do a deal with Microsoft. They never would have. They had rather go out of business, and that's why they decided to team up with Benioff so they can fight Microsoft together. He, they hate Microsoft. That CEO, whatever his name is, Stuart Butterfield, hates Microsoft. Even more than Benioff after the Thundercloud disaster. <laughs> Isn't that the one where they got Parker to dress up? Yeah, I think so. I think it was that year. The IoT thing? I mean, I don't know. Until a year or two ago, I feel like Parker dressed up every year, but maybe not. We were seeing less of Parker. Uh, we've been saying that forever. That's true. I just think, I don't know. At some point, you don't want to work 60 hours a week. Yeah. Well, anything else, Salesforce-wise? Well, I mean, we had the whole virtual conference thing. Yeah, I mentioned that. All the online, everything online. It's, Did you mention it, it? It's a big meh, right? I would, I would say. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like I need to walk back some of my statements from the last podcast because I felt like I was being too critical of the DX, the Dreamforce DX thing. Yeah. Oh, no, I've, I've got on to you for that. Well, I know, but... I'm glad you're finally, after you've been, had some time you know to think weird? about it. <laughs> is, is normally I'm the rah-rah guy, and you're the one that's, that's all critical. I mean, but for some reason, this year, I've had to apologize I just think for I've a lot had more. Sympathy. I think I've had more sympathy than you. No, I think it's because you're running a damn empathy? business now. You're, I, you're a partner now. You, you've, you've changed, man. You've changed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I probably have. I'm always changing. Um, no, it, it, it felt like... It felt like I was just kind of nitpicking at things I probably shouldn't have nitpicked at. 
I mean, there, there, there was a lot of work behind the scenes to create a lot of that content, and it just it was geared towards a certain specific audience that I just wasn't that audience, and I kind of poo-pooed all over everything yeah. when I shouldn't have. I, honestly, I, I don't know. I, I can't really say much about Dreamforce because I didn't really get to attend it. I, one thing I will say, though, is one reason why I really didn't attend anything, attend anything is because I just had no idea when anything was happening, and I didn't put it on my calendar. That was a problem. I mean, I just, not knowing when things I were, just never, were happening. I still don't understand what the hell happened. Yeah. I mean, it was three weeks, or but it was just, I or, or was you, it just, it was three weeks, but it seemed like it was just one day, but I, I did not, it did not click with me which one day was going to be that important day, so I didn't yeah. put it on my calendar. It was just, I don't know. Yeah, I remember you asking you several times, you know, I tried to join some things and I didn't see anything. You know? Or I joined things and I get like um, either ads or cooking shows or... What was that cooking show I, I don't know. I don't know. Was I have that no a, idea. official Salesforce thing? Or yeah, like it was, some it was, ideas it was like mixed. the integration track channel or whatever. And they were cooking? Yes, it was a cooking show. Was it a good meal? I don't know. I just I watched it for about two minutes and just bailed because <laughs> I'm just like, I don't have time for that. Hmm. So, but anyway, I mean, I just I think with the challenges of this year, it was... First of all, it was going to be incredibly difficult. It was going to be impossible to make to have the same kind of experience that you're used to. It's going to be possible to make people happy. But if, uh, well, I always thought if anyone can make this, you know, as good as it can be at Salesforce. And they probably yeah. did. I mean, they probably did. I felt, I don't know, I thought TDX was actually fairly decent. I, I do think they learned some things from that that they improved on from Dreamforce. But uh, I haven't gone back and watched any of the sessions yet. I'll probably do that before too long. The, the yeah, there's a lot sessions. of sessions that, yep. and that was the other part of it. I don't think I watched enough sessions to have a, to be able to voice my opinion. Me neither. That's why I'm saying so. I, I didn't. I didn't really see any enough of it to know to have any strong opinions. Um, yeah, my only opinion is just is the communication about wh- when stuff's happening or how this is working. I just, yeah, I don't know. Of course, I do get eight million emails from Salesforce a day, and so I'm sure it was one of those emails in there but I just I have I kind of those all go to a Salesforce folder that I only go dig into if I really am looking for something I think the problem unless I missed it they didn't have an agenda builder like they did previously so you had no way of kind of planning ahead or saying these are things I'm going to watch and look at you basically just had to show up at the site and figure out there was not an agenda it was it was tracks right there were tracks and you could click on them and you could add them to your calendar and things but there was no one spot to kind of aggregate everything and decide what you were going to do or plan it out specifically for that task yeah. so it was kind of mixed in with your kind of daily work calendar and everything else and because it was just a Salesforce thing you might skip it because you have other stuff to do it just it didn't create the vibe of focus and attention on it that it could have yeah, yeah. you know if, if I knew that there was going to be a ton of developer stuff that I wanted to watch I might have called up and said hey I'm going to take X day off because I want to focus on this Dreamforce content and see what it's all about but I didn't I didn't get that opportunity because I couldn't really plan things in that way. Yeah. All right. Um, anything else about Salesforce before we move on? No? Okay. Well, uh, so Bitcoin was up like 300% this year. That's pretty crazy. Am I supposed to care about Bitcoin? There was a point where I felt like I was supposed to care and then John, I was like, you can I was care. glad I didn't you care. You can care if you want to and you can not care if you don't want to care. No, That's I totally just, okay. You know what I mean. What do you mean, John? Is it is it a viable? It, it's a thing. It's a real thing. It's a man. thing. It is a thing. It's a thing. There's. It's a thing that's got a billions and billions of dollars. Mm. And if you were some nerd who mined like fifty bitcoins in like tw- twenty minutes ten years ago, you are a, an extremely wealthy person right now. 
I even have friends like Steve bought um, last year bought some bitcoins, and you know, he's made. I think I just like. I think he's probably like a hundred grand from buying. Like I don't know. Several well, thousand next time it's down, let me know and I'll buy. Some. Yeah. Um, but it's it was just it was up to last time I looked like twenty eight hundred or something like that. Hmm. Or, sorry, it's a twenty eight thousand. Oh my god. What is it? Bitcoin. Let's see. I'm sure, if I just Google Bitcoin. It's 28,000, yeah. 29,000. It's a 29,000. Start of the year at 7,000, right? It's a 29,000. You'd have done well. Don't hate the Bitcoin. I'm the poster child for missing opportunities. Don't hate the Bitcoin. So. Uh, let's see. Another big thing this year was just the various government agencies going after like Facebook, Apple, Amazon, and Google for their business practices, acquisitions, and just other, you know, anti-competitive activities. Yeah. So, the, yeah, the Department of Justice is suing Google, and the FTC has now sued Facebook. So that'll be interesting to see all this, all these just tech giants that we're all kind of scared of now. We're pretty much everyone's, I mean, if you're not scared of this company, and I'm a... a Here's, here's the sad part. I give these companies a lot of my money or a lot of my eyeballs. And it's hard not to. Yeah. <laughs> and even though I'm scared of them, I'm like, I'm like here, keep taking my money because I'm scared of you. <laughs> uh, let's see what else. Oh, here's the thing. 30 episodes of Good Day, Sir, in 2020. 30 what? 30 episodes of Good Day, Sir, in 2020. That's all? That's all. Which is, But I feel like that's not bad, though. Just... When you th- when you think I do of, well okay because in 2019 we committed to doing weekly yeah like in 2020 we ended up doing bi-weekly I think the most we ever hit was like 48 episodes 45 something like something that, like that. Yeah. Um, but no just with, with between coronavirus and how busy you and I have both been and yeah. the new business and everything it's it's I don't know I'm not saying I don't want to do more you know as long as you have stuff to t- if you have stuff you want to talk about I will do a show with you almost anytime really Yes. I don't believe that. But my promise, I feel like I've got to, you know, i got to, like, have my whole list of stuff to go through, or we just sit here with lists. dead air. If a it's lot of dead air, Johnny, we sit here with dead air. Well, where's your list? Oh you say God. that. Well, that, okay. Look, these are my notes for predictions. Right there. I've got a ton of them. Is that, so is that what you have as predictions? Yes. Okay, because I have, I have, other, I have other stuff things. There. I have notes from all the, from the things so, we did before. Do you have anything before? So before we get to predictions, do you have... I get you prepared. Have, okay. So before we get to predictions, why don't you do, let's do some of your non-prediction topics then? Well, we I mean, did supposed the to be a conversation. Stuff. You're supposed to talk to me about your stuff without me having to ask you for it. Well, I talked to you about it, but then you poo-pooed it. I didn't poo-poo anything. <laughs> we already talked about my one item because I wanted to get to predictions because okay, so I, felt, I felt item. it was okay. disservice to okay. have a prediction right. show where we only <laughs> talked about predictions in the last thirty minutes of the show. It's it's not a prediction show. It's an end of year show, which is a it's a. It's a retrospective show. It's a know, it's look, we look back, we look we forward. We barely did a re- retrospective, so I was and trying then, to do better this year. You know, I think you meant to say we barely did predictions. Huh? I think you meant to say we barely did predictions. Uh, what yeah, did you I mean guess. to say? We did an hour and 40-minute show last year because I listened to it, and we did a bunch of news up front, and around the 40-minute mark, which was the last 30 to 40 minutes, yeah. we started doing predictions. Okay. So. That's fine. You know, I don't mean you don't need to talk about predictions for an hour and a half. That's fine. That's fine. Um, well, so I, I made since we can't have the ability to play clips here. I just made I found my twenty twenty predictions. Let you want to do look at my twenty twenty predictions first or yours? Last year we took for turns, and I like that. 
Now I'm talking about looking back at our previous predictions. Yeah, we can. Do take you have turns. your previous predictions? Yeah, I have okay. those. All right, you go first. What was one of your 2020 predictions? Uh, so I talked about the trend of Salesforce continuing to shuffle upper management, which I think came true. We lost Keith Block. Brett Taylor took over as uh, COO and president. Um, Benioff stepped back into the sole CEO role, where he was a co-CEO. Uh, do you want me to keep going? Yeah. Uh, I said I would shave my, I would grow a beard and I would shave it after three weeks, and that came true twice. No, oh, wow. So this is what people tuned in for. On two occasions, John's facial hair news. On two occasions, <laughs> I tried to grow a beard, and in, on you both s- occasions, you get sick of it, right? Or at three week you? mark, I uh, shaved it. Yeah. Uh, I said that Apex would maintain its dominance on the platform. That's continued to be true, although you said that was an easy guess. But you know what? I I haven't. I meant to look at the numbers. It's my guess is that AWS, although they they're growing massively, my guess is that they've lost some. They keep losing market share because I also feel like Microsoft is going to be gaining market share in terms of cloud computing. Yes, possibly, but I don't think that. I don't think that. It, necessarily impact Salesforce because I think they're using both oh, okay. for different reasons. I thought you were just talking about market share of cloud computing. What was no, your- no. It was, it was just more about because we were, we were hearing rumors about Evergreen. We were hearing rumors about Heroku. We were hearing rumors about all these technologies that you would be able to get, that you would be able to use and interact with and everything and that maybe we would start moving more towards JavaScript technologies or whatever. And so my prediction was that that sounds good but most of the people developing on Salesforce have learned to develop in Salesforce and they're going to continue to use Apex even if regardless of Lightning web components and JavaScript and things like that they're Apex only developers and I think yeah. that that trend has continued I don't think we've impacted that number hardly any hmm. that actually reminds me of one of the things I wanted to mention looking back at 2020 you know because I'm typically you know I'm a guy who's I'm writing probably 50 to 100,000 lines of Apex a year and 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 Salesforce just mm-hmm. outside, let's say Salesforce code in general. I don't know that I did any Salesforce development in 2020. I don't believe I did. I don't think you have either. I don't think I have. I'd have to go back and look at at least search not through from GitHub. the time I was hired to now. And even yeah, even before that. When did you start? In May. May. April. 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 Something like that. I've done a lot of development, just not Salesforce development. Yeah. Keep my sanity. Uh, another one of mine was that uh, Evergreen would be vaporware, which I think came true. Yep, that's for true. For those multiple reasons. I also talked about certifications and badges, that certifications would go away in favor of badges, and I, I'm wrong on that one, apparently. It's still, it's, I, feel, I still feel like it's up in the air. Like almost, I feel like there's a little bit of an impedance mismatch between badges and certifications. And it, it, why do we, at this point, why do we need both? Can't we just? They're coexisting pretty well, I think. Well, okay. yeah, because the badges help you kind of reinforce your certifications, which is kind of what they've been using them for. Aside from the kind of beginner learning stuff, but the super badge stuff and all that kind of stuff and maintenance. But you still have to take the official test to get your certification. It's not like. You're only doing trails to get your certification. You're still having to take your official certification test. Got to keep those proctors in business. Huh? Got to keep those proctors in business. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've written down a few that hey, were yours, so I'm not going to go with that. Remember the technique we talked about? 
Huh? Remember that technique you promised me you'd do? I can't hear you. Do you remember that technique you promised me you would do? What? With your microphone. I thought I was doing it. Oh, that's great, right there. Uh, you were, you're, you're like this. <laughs> Is that why you keep looking at me the way you yes. look? God damn it. <laughs> I was going to stick the whole thing in my mouth. <laughs> that would All work. Right. I told you that would work. That's mine, unless you want me to get into yours that I wanted to argue about. Okay, so, and I don't, I don't know if these notes are right. This is what I found from an old Evernote, but one thing I said was that Microsoft will take significant market share from AWS. And again, I don't have, I didn't I do my homework to know. True. I think it did, but I don't think so. We don't know yet. I, I said 5G would only be kind of real in 2020, and I actually, I, I'm going to say that's got to be mostly true. Um, it's well, you would, that was one of the ones I wrote down too, because you were arguing the point that. 5G home internet access would be a thing, and technically it is. Oh, I don't. I, I don't think that's a thing. It's, I mean, a, it's a thing. It is a thing. I just don't think it's the thing that. It's not. Pre, it's not like just, there's, ubiquitous. There, I guess. Yeah, I mean, there's so much money tied up in in uh, propaganda around 5G that it's hard. It's hard to know what's real and what's not. Yeah. But the truth is, I still have a. I don't have 5G. My 4G is like. 300 megabits a second. I still don't understand the push for it. And every time you read these stupid-ass articles from these dumb journalists that don't do any homework, all they're doing is parroting pr- the things they've heard from other people. Talk about, oh, it opens up new use cases, and it's a VR use cases, and, and Google Stadia use cases. I'm like, dude, you can do that in 4G just freaking fine. It yeah. works fine. <laughs> More than fine. It works great. Some of the so the the thing, confusing thing about five G is there's actually different, like completely different spectrums it runs on. You have like the um, you know the millimeter wave, and then there's like there's basically high frequency and low frequency, and then there's like high frequency that's like site to site stuff that mm-hmm. is gonna it's gonna be beneficial for certain things. But then you have like the low frequency that actually doesn't you know explode as soon as it has to go through a tree leaf or something. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I mean, I, I had so many neighbors that went out and bought the new iPhone immediately because it has 5G. I'm like, guys, it's not going to make a difference. You're not going to, it's not, this is going to change your life in zero ways right now. Yeah. And to that extent, I think I'm right. Do, has there been a massive build out of 5G? Yes. Is it, does it still have a long way to go? Yes. But it, there has been a massive build out. Um, and, you know, eventually that's, it'll, everything will be 5G. But most people will not notice or care when their phone goes from 4G to 5G. Yeah, I actually have it as a prediction since we're talking about it that it would that the adoption rate would slow. So right now the projections are the adoption rate will reach critical mass around 2027. 2027 or 2027? Yeah, 2027. And I think it's going to slow down. Really? People are just going to stay people, on 4G people just or aren't LTE as, or whatever? Well, I think a year of people even though we're all working from home, we're not as mobile. So our demand for mobile technology yeah. isn't as high because we're all on our home networks. Well, unless, you're, unless your home internet is you're getting via some kind of mobile connection. Right, which, which there's not too many people right. offering that. Yeah. Verizon started offering 5G in limited locations where they have it to home users, but it's not as prevalent as it needs to be to push that technology. Yeah. So. Even though the numbers were projected last year that 2027 would hit critical mass, I think it's going to slow a bit. Unless something really pushes it forward, I think with more people working remote and working from home, they're going to continue to use their home networks. And unless people are going to switch from their home 
ISP provider to a mobile tower 5G provider, wireless provider. I don't see it. I don't see it pushing yeah. forward as hard as it was. I have some friends that work in the wireless industry, and they they are legitimately just goofy about 5G. They love it. They, and I and none of them can explain to me why. But goofy they, as an excited oh, or oh yeah giddy. They they have drank the 5G Kool-Aid. <laughs> I, I no I don't have anything any problem with the technology or the bandwidth that they're they're expressing and that, things like that. But, but John, I think that's how they're spreading coronavirus to us. That's how what? That's how they're spreading coronavirus to us. Oh right, five G. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> sticking on five G, another one of my predictions was that the next iPhone would be five G enabled, and that was true. Yeah. Yep. Um, I, I had a prediction that was uh, we would have more streaming services. Yep. And cord cutting. I said cord cutting has an existential... Cr- I don't know what that means, but anyway. Oh, you know, interesting. Quibi. Boy, that was a big disaster. That Wasn't was. It? Yeah, wow. it went under. Yeah. That was... They they failed to... Is it is it possible to have a lean startup with a streaming service? Because that was their failure. Their failure was to have an They MVP. weren't lean. Their failure was to understand what their customers wanted, and they, they failed to pivot. Yeah. They just failed all those tests. They did. And they should have gotten a bump from... Everyone having to be stuck at home and consuming so much entertainment you at home. You think so, right? But they didn't. Yeah. They, they just completely missed the mark and didn't adjust. Yeah. All right, my last one was that microservice applications would be re-architected as monoliths, and there has been a lot of that. Yeah. So. That one's definitely come true. Yeah. All right, those were all the ones that I had written uh, from You had a few. You talked about the classic UI in Salesforce pretty much going away. What did I mean by going away? Well, that it, I mean, it would always exist for backwards compatibility, but that you would see less and less usage of it. I, I honestly haven't seen... I haven't seen anyone using Classic in the wild in, I don't know, a long time. Yeah, I mean, just the way that's that's been pushed. I still go into fine. it when I really have to get stuff done and I need to be fast. I go to Classic. <laughs> you did talk about streaming services. You did talk about subscription overload of just yeah. having way too many services, and I think that's definitely come true. Um, in fact, I'm basically... Mandalorian is season is here by Disney Plus. Mandalorian season's over. Stop buying Disney Plus. I'm glad you mentioned that because I just was looking at my credit card statement today and my Disney Plus is like eighteen bucks. I thought it was like eight. I haven't canceled mine yet. Mine was eight. Yeah, I don't know what you're doing. Mine was it's like eighteen dollars every month. Did you buy a bundle with like Hulu or something in it? No. I don't have Hulu. Oh well cancel that shit. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I have. But it's yeah. I need to check that out. Because I thought it was like eight dollars. Yeah. All right, let's get to predictions then. Okay. I'm. You know, can I go? Can I go? Because I have something I'm really excited about. <laughs> yes, this is you This is going to be a new Mac yes, Mini. Here's your whole I pass. can't wait for it. Why are you excited about a Mac Mini? Um, I don't know. I just want one. Why? I don't know. You know what I really want? What? Apple TV. And honestly, I think that's what I meant to write here. I think I meant to put Apple TV. <laughs> I am excited about a new Apple TV. It's I am happening. too, but I can't buy one right now because I'm waiting for the new chipsets to be in it. Yeah. Do you think it'll be No, I know Apple it will Silicon? be. It okay. will be. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was talking about earlier about the whole Apple Arcade and everything because that's on Apple TV. Yeah. So they're going to turn that into a pseudo console. Yep. Don't, don't, it's not going to be PS5 this or, is, or that Switch is, level. That is going to be well, the most amazing home theater slash gaming you know, combo. It, now it won't be the best gaming console in the no, world. No, they're hoping for Switch-like be, games. It'll be it'll be good, and it'll be in some ways better than everything else. They'll just they're going to do certain things really well with that. Yeah. But the fact that it's one device and that it's 
I don't know. I just, man, ever since I switched to Apple TV from Roku from my living room, it's, I'm just in love with it. And it's the old one. I'm also hoping for better uh, Apple TV Plus content than what's out there now. Yeah, I feel it all like sucks. It all sucks. It does all suck right now because I think right now it was hand handpicked by very elite people who have very specific tastes yeah. in, in content, which does not appeal to me. Yeah. But I think as this service matures, it'll start creating more variety, and thus I will be able to find something I want to watch. Yeah. Right now, I think I think it's just way too curated. And uppity, to be honest. Mm. Yeah. A little highbrow, too highbrow for you. It's way too highbrow for me. Okay. Uh, why don't you go? Um, I said that uh, Apple's electric vehicle will never materialize. Not said. I'm saying. Oh, God. It's going to take us so many years to prove that one true, though. You know, everyone talks about the Apple car. I th- just this like is supposed the- to be a, 21, 20, uh, sorry, a 2021 prediction, not a, you know, this decade prediction. Well, there's been rumors that they're going to... But we can to, keep it on the books. We can keep it on the books. No, here. no. There's been rumors that they're supposed to release or at least announce an Apple car. That they right. have it in the works. Mm-hmm. They do have patents and everything towards that technology and everything. I don't think it's going to materialize next year. I think it's, it might materialize years later. But I don't think that the car itself will be a thing. Just like the Apple TV where they're supposed to come out with a whole oh, integrated yeah, TV... Yeah. I don't think that's going to be the play. I think the play is going to be services just like Apple TV. Mm. Um, I don't think they'll end up actually coming out with a car. Maybe they'll have some kind of like power plant, battery, motor, plus all like integrated software, the the operating system for the car, all that stuff. They'll provide to manufacturers. I think they'll provide operating systems and and AI technology, not hardware. Not hardware. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. All right. Um, my next one is companies will begin to bring people back into offices in 2021, but not completely. COVID has forever moved the needle towards work from home. Yes. Uh, that feeds into one of my predictions, which is more companies will leave California and San Francisco specifically oh, yeah. as more companies embrace remote work, which is already starting to happen. And honestly, it's not even about remote work. I mean, that's part of it, but it's also just... It, there's so no, it th- is. There's you so many things driving you that. You have very prominent tech CEOs who are leaving the state that they live in and moving to other places. Larry Ellison, even though he's moving Oracle to Houston, he is personally moving to Hawaii. That's going to be his primary residence. Well, you know he owns the island. He lives on that. Yes, I know that. So he's not really moving to Hawaii. But he's moving his primary residency, which means his tax dollars are going to go to Hawaii, not San Francisco. So we're going to see more and more more CEOs doing that. They're going to have more employees, which is going to really walk up hollow out buck up yeah. taxes yeah I don't know how, I don't know how this is going to play well, Benny Office is going to have to go around and tell everyone, all these CEOs to give more money again yeah or just pay taxes you big companies <laughs> pay some tax um, that solves the problem I, or maybe it doesn't I think that delivery service IPOs will be the rage in 2021 what will uh, delivery service IPOs delivery service okay like so like uh, I don't know pick your favorite del- DoorDash or DoorDash okay. or Whatever, all of those services, meals to go. How about Postmates? Kind of stuff. Postmates, all of that stuff will be the rage. Yeah. Wait, is Postmates already public? I don't know. I think they are. If you're a delivery service and you haven't gone IPO, haven't done an IPO yet, you're going to do it in 2021. Is my prediction. Strike while the iron's hot, yeah. as they say. All right. Um, I have some. This is probably boring, but part of the uh, concern 
with a now this in the United States. So we're switching from a Republican president to a Democrat president, mm-hmm. and we've had low corporate tax rates and really low. Uh, I'm not gonna say low tax rates because I pay way too much tax, but corporate tax rates specifically, they really cut like the dividend taxes and all that stuff. And the big concern is that all of that's going to get raised way back up. But I think it's going to stay where it is. That's my prediction. Well, my prediction, which I have uh, annotated as if I'm drunk enough, I will say this. Okay. Uh, 2021 will be the, big year, the biggest year in government spending. And the next two to three generations will have to pay it down. So already, even before 2020, the next two or three generations are going to have to pay our existing I know, debt. but I think it's going to pick... It's going to accelerate so you, much in 2020. So you're, sadly, you're probably right, although it's just hard for me to imagine how you, how you, I don't want to use the word enslave, how you just uh, imprison my kids and my grandkids with more of this insane reckless spending. I don't understand how it can get worse. But I know it can. Uh, that's the sad yeah. part. All right. Uh, I was feeding off yours, so okay. I get one. All right. And this goes back to our flow discussion. Flow will be the dominant workflow engine in Salesforce, but will find major hurdles with existing admins who will find the learning curve too difficult. Is, is flow difficult? Yes. Okay. They do have a new UI that leans towards making it better, but essentially you're coding in flow. Yeah, I mean, right. I mean, you're drawing your logic, but you're drawing logic. And yeah. it's not as simple as guardrails of if this, then that. It's branching logic. It's how... You remember that picture we saw of someone's flow that was just like god-awful massive? Yeah, something that could be done in about three three pages of code. Yeah. Um, that's kind of what we're seeing. Yeah. Um, I, think, I think colleges are going to continue to be in trouble next year for I, lots of reasons. Um, a lot of state money is not going to be there like it used to be. I think they're going to continue to have uh, decli- overall um, declining, what do you call it, attendance or registrations, whatever. I don't think so. I think the opposite. Um, and I also think that the traditional you know, four-year university route is, will be continue to be challenged by people doing more vocational type applied stuff you know like a six month or two year you know boot camp type of really applied programs so and, the, and, the, and the, here's the thing I think the that uh, bachelor's degree being the foot in the door that's going to continue to kind of fade hmm. for a lot of things not everything maybe not even most things but for a lot of things so I agree with you on the second half I disagree with the first half because I think given the recession that we're headed for due to government high government spending what they tend to like to do with industries that have disappeared or have seen a decrease like our retail and everything else they try to move those into other industries by offering the education incentives yeah so I think they will be a push for education towards the tech sector and towards the health sector that'll boost colleges in those sectors at least short term uh, but I think you're right on the second half, for sure. And I think we're going to have, to add on to that, unprecedented federal funding for both canceling existing student debt and just fueling and funding more more uh, college spending debt. Which would be dangerous, but... That's the way we do it in this country, apparently. Yeah. Um, All right. I said Einstein will be a part... I said... 
I'm doing predictions, not what I said before. I think Einstein will be a big part of Salesforce marketing, will continue to be a big part of Salesforce marketing, but it will continue to get watered down to be applied to anything that has any kind of you're pre- automated you're logic. You're predicting what's already happened, though. That's, that's why you said, said. That's, that's why already I said, happened. said. Maybe, maybe you can change. Okay. Um, let's do a joint prediction here. Trump TV. Will that happen? Yes or no? I never even heard of that. Okay. Well, never mind. That's that's a significant speculation. He's, he's going to launch a challenge. He's egotistical yeah. enough to do that. Oh, totally. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I believe it. Um, on Bitcoin, I would say Bitcoin at least will double again next in this coming year. So, I got to go buy Bitcoin right now. I mean... Don't do it because I'm telling you this. And by the way, do we have to say that like this is not a financial show and this is not financial yeah. advice? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I said uh, Slack post-acquisition will see little change in terms of leadership or integration with Salesforce. I, I would have I'd, I'd put my seal of approval on that. Um, okay. Here's one. China will end up with better and cheaper COVID vaccines than the Western world. Yes. Uh, Salesforce will continue to the growth trend by way of acquisitions. But they will use multiple smaller ones versus larger ones in 2021. Yeah, I, I don't I, think I could see some. I don't think invest or Wall Street will let them get away with doing another big acquisition. Although I said that in not 2019. But so Wall Street is completely detached from reality. Salesforce's stock prices detached no, from reality. They, uh, all these companies' stock prices they, are detached from reality. So while and they celebrated Slack, they gave. Don't say no. Sales. You can't say no to what I just said. Okay. I'm not saying there's not more to it, but what I just said is true. I guess, but what I'm saying is, given their reaction to this, to how much they paid for Slack, even though they were applauding Slack for getting that much, mm-hmm. they were at the same time sliding Salesforce for paying that much. Yeah. I, feel, I felt like the investor community was fairly split. You had the people that are like, Benioff's the best CEO ever, this is going to be great, how can they not go wrong with this? And the other half's going, how is this ever going to work? How are they ever going to make their money back on this, right? Yeah. So I, I just don't know that the board with their eye towards sorry the board sort of, see how much the difference that makes Ron? no I don't see when you, every time you drift away it's like gonna be, it's going to be hard to hear you shut up can you hear me I shut can up. hear you now just stay there okay my next one uh, I think Jeff Bezos is going to buy something that's a really big cultural thing and I'm thinking probably a professional sports team and if I really had to go specific I'm going to I would say he's going to buy an NFL team but I still anything culturally big like that, but I, I think I think he's going to buy an NFL team or try to at least. I see that as plausible. Uh, I'm predicting Dreamforce will not return next year. Uh, I think smaller in-person conferences may happen, but major events from Salesforce will not. That was my, actually my last prediction was not a prediction. It was just a question: Will Dreamforce be in person? We'll so, see. Yeah. Oh, that's such a good question. Uh, it just depends on how these vaccines go. Yeah. Well, do you have one? If not, I'll get into my vaccine prediction. No, I don't have one. <laughs> we're going there? Yeah, okay. we're going there. This is another drunk John annotated one. Uh, proof of vaccinations will be required for all major events leading to further division and oh, loss of dear. individual rights. Sorry, but elite, posi- uh, elite politicians can't seem to help themselves. The power goes to their head. Yeah. That's so. sad. Hmm. Well, John, another, y- n- another year in the books. Yeah. Are we going to keep doing this? 
podcast? How long have we been doing this thing? Seven For another years? year? What have we figured out? Forget. I don't know. I don't know a way to find out. Should I change our, our tagline to say bi-weekly podcast instead of weekly podcast? No. <laughs> There's plenty of podcasts oh, that come weekly. Will, or here's a, a question. Will Good Day Sir podcast be a weekly show next year? Mm. <laughs> I think we leave that for the listeners. Uh, we can you can create a poll in the Slack, John. Will people still care about Good Day Sir next year? Speaking of the Slack, since we didn't mention it last show, we have a we have a Slack team for this community that listens to this show, where we uh, all help each other out and are you know in in tech ways and Salesforce things, but also just comic relief and humor and shooting the shit and uh, I will say to everyone listening to the show right now if you have not joined our Slack team please do so uh, it's a safe space we are all and I mean that sincerely doesn't sound like it but I actually do <laughs> um, but yeah come join us it's at gooddaysherpodcast.com you just click community and hit the button or whatever and uh, John or someone will add you there's also a rumor that next year I'll solve the uh www uh, issue with our URL. We have an issue? Yeah. What's the issue? Our provider, Fireside, that hosts it, because of the way Hover, which hosts our domain, doesn't allow us to some doesn't allow us to lose the www. So you have to type in www.gooddaysairpodcast.com. Yeah. You can't not type that and get rerouted to our site. It causes an issue. We probably just need a canonical entry in our DNS. In our DNS no, it, it has something to do with uh, Fireside requiring it or something like that. I'm told. You to look into that for you, John? I'm told. No, I've looked into no. it Doesn't want several me to look times into it. Okay. because several right. people have mentioned it well, to if me. You can't do which it. Is the no only one reason can do I'm it mentioning it on this podcast because several people have DM'd me about this issue. Now, see, when I get stuck on stuff, I come to you for help. When you guys I have come to you, you and much, said you, you should never look at come it to me for yes, anything. I have. No, you don't. I have, and <laughs> you said don't look at it, and you never do. So, uh, so you're saying you have asked me for help on this? It's a fireside issue, which hosts our podcast, okay. and it's supposed to. There's supposed. There's rumors that they're going to fix that problem that prevents us from doing that. That's really disappointing that Dan has not fixed that. Well, if Dan, that, is that's true. Fix it. Dan, the man. It was in the, actually the latest Slack message from Dan that oh, he really? would fix that. So, yeah. there. And to that, I say, good day, sir, because I got to go pee. <laughs> Goodbye. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir.